Hey everyone, so welcome back, episode 2 of the Right Corner Podcast, and I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to play you a intro song that I used to do on my uh, previous podcast, and I just want to see if you guys like it. It was, I was proud of it, I was really proud of it, so I want to hear your guys' thoughts on that, so today's episode is going to be... Dating with the intention of marriage. So let's get into it. specific with my message today and it is to date with the intention of marriage specifically I'm talking to the men and I want to teach men to date with the intention of marriage no this does not mean that when you're on a date on a first date that you have to marry the girl you're going out on a first date with that is not at all what I'm saying that would be um, that would be ridiculous. What I'm saying is that I want men to change their mental framework and approach dating if they want to date, to date with the intention of marriage. Think about it. A lot of guys will go out on dates, let's be real, and try to say the right things to get in her pants by the end of the night. We live in an age of hookup culture. We live in an age where so many people have distanced themselves from God that they engage in a lot of vapious sex, which in other words is called hookup culture. I want men, when they go out on dates, to not sexually objectify women. I don't care how attractive you find her. If she doesn't align with your core values, if you don't see this woman as a potential wife, don't go out with her again respectfully. But don't lie to yourself and try to convince yourself, well, she's really attractive. And what? Let's say, for example, you believe in God. That's a core value, right? You're a God-loving Christian, let's say. And you go out on this date. She's really attractive. I don't know. She smells really nice. The conversation's really fluid. But then you find out that you find out that she's an atheist. Well, that's a huge core value that you're misaligned on. Then you keep talking and then you find out that she lives a very unhealthy lifestyle and you live a very healthy lifestyle. Let's say you work out every day, you eat very healthy, you don't drink alcohol or if you do it's very rarely you don't smoke any anything you don't smoke cigarettes or you don't do drugs and then you find out that she has a very um opposite type of lifestyle she parties a lot she drinks a lot of alcohol she doesn't really work out etc etc that's another core value that you're misaligned on why why do i think that core values are so important i've had friends that get into relationships and um, they're getting into a relationship 
with somebody that doesn't align on their core values. And I ask them, like, how are you making this relationship work? And and I've heard from some friends saying, well, we just don't discuss certain subjects. Like, we just won't talk about X, Y, or Z because that's off the table. Now, in my relationship and what I advocate for the relationships that I would like men to get in, there should be nothing off the table, right? And think about it. Let's say that you could even make the relationship work between the two of you, right? Somehow. What happens? What happens when kids enter the picture? If you have kids with this person, you know kids always ask why this, why that, why this? They're going to hear something at school. They're going to hear something on the news. They're going to read something on social media. Their friends are going to say something. At some point, your kids are going to come home and they're going to ask, why this, mommy? Why dad? Why that, daddy? Why this, mom? Why this, dad? They're going to ask enough whys that at some point, they're going to ask a question that hits at your core values. Right? They're going to ask, what does God mean, mom? What does God mean, dad? They're going to hear something in school. They're going to see something on the news that it's going to take your core values to answer them. So let's say somehow you can make your relationship work without kids. How selfish would it be to have kids with somebody that doesn't align on your core values? When I say core values, I don't mean that you have to agree with every single opinion that this person has. They can have a different taste in music, a different taste in food, so on and so forth. I mean, these are more surface level things. I'm saying core values. I mentioned two of them, right? If you're a God-loving person, if God is a center stone of your life, I highly do not recommend you date somebody that is an atheist. If you have a healthy lifestyle, I highly don't recommend that you date somebody that has a very unhealthy lifestyle. Because at the end of the day, you're not only dating this person for you, you're dating this person that you will potentially create a family with as a potential dating partner, as a potential mother or father to your children. So what sort of value system would you like them to instill in your children? Which goes back to the core point here is dating with the intention of marriage. We have become so distant from God that is it really any is it really any surprise that divorce rates are where they're at? higher than they've really ever been? Is it really such a surprise that marriage rates are as low than they've ever been? Is that really a surprise? Is it really a surprise that hookup culture is as high as it's ever been? Vapious sex, degeneracy that has seeped its way into our generation, the millennial generation, the Gen Z generation. So, The other thing that I tell men is not only to date with the intention of marriage, but even the way they act on social media. Stop liking half-naked pictures of girls on Instagram. Stop following those accounts. Stop DMing those accounts. She's not going to respond to you anyway. And you know you're only following that account and DMing, or in other words, direct messaging that account because you're lusting over her. It's a different thing if you're liking a picture of a girl posting a photo with her family at church, right? Because then you're probably thinking to yourself, this could potentially be a good mother to our children. This could be potentially a good wife. Or in other words, 
This is wifey material. When you're looking at a girl bent over on a boat wearing a very uh, scandalous type bikini showing off her uh, body parts in a very provocative type of way and you message her or you like that or you follow that account, you're not following that because you think that this could be a potential wife. You're following that because you want to have sex with her. This is this is what the whole hookup culture is about. And, I, I, you know, I say this message on TikTok especially, and I've been putting out this message of men dating with the intention of marriage, and feminists still get mad at that. Because you have two sides of this coin, right? You have feminists and women at large saying that they don't like to be sexually objectified by men. And I agree with them. I don't want men to sexually objectify women. And then you have the other side of the coin where you have guys in the red pill community and guys at large saying that simp culture is a problem, that simp culture has ruined dating. And if you don't know what being a simp is, <clears throat> my definition for this term simp is a man or a woman, but it seems to affect men more often. It's a man that will compromise on his core values to date somebody. It's a man that will prioritize his girlfriend above everything else, meaning he will put his friends to the side. He will put his career to the side. He will put his family to the side to be with this girl above all else. You want to know a perfect example of a simp? Prince Harry married to that woman, Meghan Markle. You want to know another example of a simp? Will Smith. Simp culture has ruined dating. This is absolutely true. So I have a solution for both the guys. I have a solution for them. And I have a solution for the feminists. You want to solve this problem of men sexually objectifying women? And for the guys, you want to solve this simp culture? The solution is to date with the intention of marriage. Okay, because if you have a bunch of guys dating with the intention of marriage, they're not going to be lusting over women. They're going to be finding reasons to love over a woman. I find it really interesting that the, a lot of feminists get mad at me telling men to date with the intention of marriage. And my question to them is this. It's, do you want to be sexually objectified or not? Because if a bunch of men start dating with the intention of marriage... Why would they sexually objectify you? Instead of lusting over you, they're going to be asking themselves, what sort of value does she bring to the table? If they go on a date with that mental framework, the types of questions they ask you, their behavior is going to be very different than a man going out on a date with you trying to say the right things to get in your pants by the end of the night. So you can't have it both ways. Like, I don't understand a lot of these feminists. They want to push this culture of like, sexually explore your body, girls. Go post all those types of pictures that you want. Go post all the scandalous. Go join OnlyFans. Go, go um, sexually explore your body with, you know, and, and, and body count. And if you don't know what a body count is, it's basically how many people you've had sex with. They get really mad about guys not wanting a girl with a high body count. But it's like, I just don't get it. You can either 
promote this hookup culture, sex, sexual awakening generation where like there's no problem with having a very high body count and just having a bunch of vapious sex with a bunch of people. And that's absolutely degenerate. This is everything the Bible speaks against. You can either have that culture or you can have a bunch of men. You can have the, the majority of men in a society dating with the intention of marriage. You do that. You solve the degeneracy we have in this generation and the following generations to come. And for the guys, you also solve the simp culture. You're far less willing to be a simp when you know what you want, you know your values, you know your core values, and you never compromise on them because somebody's attractive, right? So in other words, guys, a lot of... I wouldn't say a lot, but there's definitely a good amount of women in dating on dating apps and dating at large that have been very spoiled with this idea that the only thing they have to bring to the table is how they look and, well, what they can do for you in bed, right? A lot of guys operate with this mentality, like, well, if she's hot, and she's willing to let me have sex with her. That's really all I need. That's such a sad, pathetic mindset. That is such a sad, pathetic mindset. And to be honest with you, that's where I think Andrew Tate got it wrong. Andrew Tate, the Andrew Tates of the world. I think they got a lot of things right when they highlighted problems with simp culture. But where they got it wrong is they were also telling men to just sleep with a bunch of women. This is not a quality of a high-value man. A high-value man knows his core values and doesn't just sleep around uh, vapiously with a bunch of women. Why would you encourage that? So where Andrew Tate got it right, which is highlighting the reasons why simp culture is bad, I'm going to offer the solution how to solve simp culture, and it's to date with the intention of marriage. Thank you, everyone. That's today's episode. And as always, I love you all. And thank you for tuning in. Till next time. See you then.